Oh, man, my back. Such a crap hike. Even after last night's sleep. God, fucking back hurts. Yeah, that was pretty rough, to be honest. I'm still feeling it, but... Man, I hope I get a really good night's sleep tonight. I still can't believe you... How did you even get here? Did you take a bus? I, I didn't even... Where's your car? Yeah, about that. There are buses, quote-unquote, that took me close to here, which was an hour walk from the bus stop to the entrance of the forest. Nah. They had to find you, and... Yeah, that, that was a whole side story by itself, just trying to get here. But uh, I'm glad I'm here with you, this crackling fire, and my bag that's almost going to be destroyed. Yeah, I was going to say, I mean, we're, we're up in the Pine Barrens. I mean, this must have been a long hike for you just to get from from the bus stop to here. Yeah, that was, it was, it was a rough time. Like, in the future, I'll definitely just drive here since... It was worth the first experience of just trying to get here by a public transportation, but in all honesty, I'll just need to get my car here and just drive. I was gonna say I could have could have picked you up, or you could have do an Uber, but it's all right. I mean, that's why I got my uh, my car here. Yeah, sleeping last night inside the car. I don't know what the hell that rustling noise was, but uh, might have just been a raccoon or something. Had a weird sound. Couldn't really sleep through the night, but the hike was fine. Yeah, last night was weird, that little, uh, all not little, looked kind of medium-sized, just rustling the bushes and just making those weird noises. It, good, it was a good idea just to jump in there and just sleep in your car for the rest of the night. Even though it kept making noise throughout the night, I, I seriously didn't want to go outside. Yeah, it kind of looked like a goat or something. I don't know, it looked like it was standing on two legs, so I thought it was a raccoon. Maybe it had like some kind of weird head. Maybe like a badger or something. Yeah. Maybe a badger. I mean, there's no badgers here. I mean, we're in Pine Barrens, Pine Barrens, New Jersey. I don't think there's anything here. Hmm. Maybe it was just a uh, trained badger that went wild, <laughs> turned rogue against the zoos. I mean, we're technically in South Jersey. I mean, that could be possible. I heard these, heard this forest. Uh, yeah, I mean, some people have seen sightings of like weirder stuff around here, like goats, but it's fine. Huh. Yeah. Yeah. Hopefully, we won't see them. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> you know what? Let's just, let's just settle down. Uh, let's just settle down and get our setup fine. All right, I think my setup's good. Now, let's just talk about something that's not, not what happened last night. Or during this hike. Yeah, exactly. So, well, what do you want to talk about? You know, I mean, uh, just looking at this fire and being outside in the great big forest it's pretty nice, you know, I kind of I kind of don't miss being in the office or being in my house, being stuck, staring at a screen. Oh, for sure. Yeah, just happy that we're just fucking out here. Yeah, exactly, you know, great outdoors, breathing that fresh forest air and not yeah. that uh, HVAC air that's being recycled throughout the whole building. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, I was, I was thinking about it, I mean... You know, it wouldn't be cool to do, like, like doing remote work, except that you're in a forest. However, you don't have to deal with the forest elements like we did dealt with last night, or with the cold, or with actual, like, uh, dealing with the bugs or everything around here. We could just actually be in, like, a VR, like, a virtual reality setup, where we're kind of just standing at our desk with our, like, headsets on, 
and we just be working in the office, or we can be working in like a in the forest with like a table and a desk and maybe yeah. a makeshift computer. I mean, to be honest, that would that sound awesome. You you be busy getting best of both worlds, the nice nature aspect as well as just the corporate environment all together in one place. If that was a actual thing, I would definitely use it all the time and just chill here in, in these woods forever. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I don't know if I would always constantly keep the scenery in my VR headset to be uh, uh to be this forest. Uh, there's some unsettling things here, but uh, probably do like you know, like maybe a beach, like Hawaii, Bahamas, maybe on top of a mountain when I really want to do focus. <laughs> you know, in the Himalayas, you know, just freezing your butt off. Yeah. Or in the and or in the Amazon jungles. Yeah. Or maybe do it in Minecraft. You know, <laughs> do it in Minecraft or like in the. Uh, in Star Trek's, uh, in the Enterprise. <laughs> or in Doom or something like that. Oh god, please. No, that, I feel like I'd be more horrified of that. Uh, it'll get your blood pumping, that's for sure. Making sure you're going fast. Yeah, but I don't know if I want my blood pumping during that time. Okay, how about, uh, Mario? You know, Mario? Them. I feel like I'll get more, I still get more distracted. I mean, actually, Mushroom Kingdom's kind of nice. You mean, like, uh... Like Mario 64 or uh, yeah, like Mario, Mario Sunshine? Yeah, like Mario 64, you know, Peach's castle. You, you can, you know, enter the castle. And if you want to, you can go for the the paintings, you know, different destinations. Yeah. I mean, I've slowly been thinking about it more since uh, most of us really can't go back to the office or some people don't really even have an office anymore. I heard some companies have downsized to just working from home. But like, working from home is kind of a pain. It'd be nice to... Uh, kind of be transported somewhere, I guess, digitally. And kind of, or being like, maybe being in a virtual office, <clears throat> that way you're away from the elements of uh, of the ongoing pandemic. You'll be next to other people. Like you'll be, you'll be sitting at your virtual desk from <laughs> them. That would be pretty good. So in this scenario, you know, everyone's having their avatar in their virtual office. Would the avatar look just like me? Or can I just like pick and choose saying, oh, hey, Instead of, you know, plain old Troy, I kind of want to be a swordsman or have a king cat or maybe just be two feet tall or with like blades for arms with like roller skates or, or it's going to be more like safe for work where, okay, you can only have these corporate mandated avatars such as business person number one, business person number two. Yeah, I think I think more if a company were to do this, I feel like it would be more of that. Like, everyone probably wouldn't have, like... Like, it would probably be, like, a generic human... Uh... <laughs> like, human uh, model uh, for everyone. Like, there'd probably just be, like, a male or female version. You know, it's, it's just be very generic. I don't think it would be, like, something you can customize. If it was owned by, like, the company, and they allowed for this uh, virtual setup. No. But let's say you have your own company. Uh, Jim and Jim's LLC. What will be, <laughs> what will be your avatars you choose in your, I guess, environments in your uh, virtual office? Honestly, I feel like it'd be very. If I were to do it, it's very similar to VR chat, where you can have a variety of avatars. You can select from a variety of them. But you can also like import, uh, I guess, like three D Blender files or anything that you you can attach on as a rig to a character. And that way you can become this new character. So you basically could create your own, your own, uh, I guess your own avatar in this instance. 
Oh, nice. So I could technically be Master Chief. Yeah, you could always be Master Chief. I mean, uh, when I played around with VRChat, I've seen someone become Cory in the house, oh. where they are literally a house, and once you go inside them, and when I say go inside, it's because they are actually a house. You walk inside, and they just play Cory in the house, like the theme song, over and over again. That's 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 pretty amazing. I like people on the internet. They do some interesting things, especially like I couldn't never think of like doing like a house and just playing Cory in the house. Yeah. I, I mean, uh, for me, I mean, the most extreme thing I've been was probably a tin can that has, like, arms and legs. And I was, like, the shortest person around since I was a tin can, so everyone's literally taller than me, so I just walked around. <laughs> it's, uh, the rigging itself is very interesting. Like, you can actually control the arms, you can see it, like, move around, so I guess, uh, I don't know what kind of rigging they used to get you fitted from the controls perspective. But it was it was pretty nice. Like every, even your perspective was like shrink. Or if I was like an actual tall, really tall person, my perspective would change too. Hmm, interesting. And uh, what is exactly is rigging? Is rigging the I guess the equipment that you have that can further enhance the VR session? Like let's say you have. I know some people have those as vests slash arms where oh, yeah. you control like things, and if someone like touches. The avatar in the game, on the chest, mm. or like like on the shoulder, like the actual person will feel it. Is that the same kind of concept? Is is that what rigging is? So that would be like physical rigging. When I talk about rigging, and I should explain this more, I meant more like how the controllers for whatever your VR headset is is mapped to your avatar. So there's like that cross software between. The controls and like uh let's say if i imported a blender file it like it automatically detects like which one's the hand which one's the feet compared to like where you are in reality where you have the controllers oh, okay that's pretty cool i never knew they had that kind of level control especially yeah. with the base controllers i thought you know people would just have their own homebrew kind of gear and just <laughs> further develop it then develop it yeah i uh yeah, I don't know a lot of open source VR headsets. I know there's like the HTC Vive. I know there's the Oculus. I'm trying to think of anything else. I know PlayStation has their own, and I forgot what that one's called. Uh, I'm I myself only have the HTC Vive. Mm. Yeah, I remember that that PlayStation made one for uh, for their systems. Yeah, and I know <laughs> Nintendo kind of stepped into the field, but. It was regarding the cardboard setup, and mm -hmm. it wasn't really VR, it just... I forgot how they did oh, it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it was, yeah. You yeah. Know it was like uh, the cardboard VR thing. I forgot what the actual name was, but it was like 100 and $150. And then they came with like customization, but it was like separate packages. Yeah, yeah, and he had like, you know, expansion packs for a tuner for yeah. that. Oh, it, that was a pretty good concept, you know, just uh, figuring out how... I guess people, younger people, can get into like all that. Yeah. And cardboard is like oh, okay, that's pretty fun. It's rem reminiscent to like kind of Minecraft since I guess those younger people really enjoy playing their Minecrafts and their I don't know other building games like uh, Terraria. Mm -hmm. And well, what by the way? Oh, Legos too. And what by the way to expand on that is by using cardboard and making it on your own. Yeah. It really begs back that like sense of like, um, 
I guess in this case, like home brewing or actually building something physically and then being able to use it digital or with it with a digital device. Um, yeah, that though it was more like IKEA, Nintendo's version of IKEA for the Switch. Yeah, like they did. I think they did a pretty good job on that. I, I'm not too sure how much it sold, but I haven't really heard any backlash or rather too many better reviews on it. To be honest, since it's it's a pretty novel idea, yeah. and it's it's very Nintendo. You know, they are, I guess, younger people first mm. focused. So that approach really did them well with the cardboard as well as they recently did kind of an AR uh, thing with Mario Kart mm-hmm. if you heard about it recently oh yes I saw that yeah yeah it's pretty interesting with the like you can just make your own course I, I forgot what but I think it's the same kind of cardboard that they use with the Labo yep that, I think that was called the Nintendo Labo mm-hmm. so I think they used the kind of same kind of technology but they intertwined with uh, Mario Kart. I'm surprised they keep coming up with ideas like that. That's actually really interesting for if they are. I was actually very surprised. I was very happy about that. Yeah, the innovation in Nintendo sometimes gets kind of stale, but once they start, you know, pumping their creativity gears, they definitely get some pretty good ideas out. Yeah. Speaking of gaming, and I guess especially with VR, yeah. How do you game? Do you game like on the couch or do you usually go on like, I guess on a chair or on the floor or on a cushion? Uh, when I game, yeah, VR I usually do standing up. Uh, everything else I really don't, uh, I haven't really gamed on the couch. I used to, uh, but I usually just game like uh, on my gaming chair uh, Ooh, next to my nice. desk. Yeah, or, or I game on my bed if like I have a console. Oh, nice. Uh, are you familiar with our ergonomics by chance? Uh, ergonomics? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you know, ergonomics, you know, the study of people's efficiency in their working environment makes sure that uh, you don't really sustain 20, I guess, uh, really the injuries when you're just sitting down for long periods of time, making sure that you, know, you get, get up make, make, and all your, and your wrists and your back are in reasonably healthy shape so you don't sustain like any injuries down the line. Yeah, no, that's, uh, that's something that's I guess it's a big problem now. I guess working in the office space, or like, or like working in the office, or working even at home, uses this glued to computer. That's one of the big issues I have. That's why I got like one of these uh, very expensive but very nice gaming chairs, just so that I don't like fuck up my back. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, it's, that's why I started getting uh, wrist pads, as well as a more stable chair like like yourself, just something that provides more back support, especially mm-hmm. lumbar support. Yeah. Since, I guess back in the office, I really took for granted like what chairs they had. Since I'll just sit them all day and then didn't really feel anything. But once I got back home and started working full time for these last few months, mm. it just felt bad, my, especially my lower back and everything like that, and my wrists. So I had to take some, uh, I guess some measures to just uh, prevent that. And so far it's been so, it's so far so good. There hasn't been too many issues as of yet, but definitely switching up chairs to have lumbar support and changing up my desk layout has definitely helped me a lot. Yeah, I definitely feel that. I mean, uh, I my own setup at home is a like standing desk, so I, I get to switch between sitting and standing. I mean, I don't really do a lot of standing, though it's nice to have a standing desk. 
I try to switch it up as much as I can. That way, I'm I have it, my body like hunched over. I it's it's good to know that uh, you're not you're not having back issues now. I was gonna say if you're you're having back issues now, that's that's not good because you I'm 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 counting I'm counting my back issues from working the office or like working this kind of environment is gonna happen like when I'm older. I don't, if you start having it now, I feel like like something's horribly wrong with your setup at home or in the office. Oh yeah, it was. My setup at home was pretty bad. Oh, I like, gotcha. Yeah, especially like after I got got a new chair. Like that wasn't you know like a ten dollar chair that I got from. Mm -hmm. uh, I forgot where it came from. Maybe it was Target. So it was it was very, very cheap. But after changing it up and getting, well, not yet, but in the future I'll definitely get a standing desk. Since back in the office as well, I had a standing desk, and man, that was that was fun to like actually use. Since that was the first time I ever like used standing desks, and to be honest, I kind of fell in love with just standing and just working on a keyboard. I'm a pretty tall dude. I'm seven foot tall, you know, seven foot tall, one ten, one eighty pounds, you know, you know, just flexing a little bit. So I need that uh, extra height, and standing desks just provided like lots of variable work environment, at least for me. Yeah, I feel like for you, you if the desk isn't tall enough, you're gonna hunch over, and you I feel like you're gonna have to lower the chair as much as you can, just so that you can get like your your head level to the monitor or to like your hands to to the right position for the keyboard, because then you're gonna have like wrist problems. I mean, I'm not like some tall monster that you are. <laughs> 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 I deal with normal people problems. This is uh, a five eleven normal person problem. <laughs> well, what are you talking about? I'm not a monster. I'm a beautiful seven foot man. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you, if uh, if you scream that in the forest and no one can hear you except for me, does it really matter? <laughs> <laughs> but uh, actually, another important part regarding ergonomics is the uh -huh. chair height. Actually, you, uh -huh. for proper ergonomics and I guess optimal. From what I read, optimal uh, knee mm. height is basically you gotta make sure that uh, your the knee is bent at basically ninety degrees. That's mm. that's pretty optimal, and it doesn't feel like it's squished or not. Huh? I gotta look up these facts that you're finding. I'm not really paying much attention. <laughs> yeah, you know these are individualized papers that I consume on the internet. So uh, take all this with a grain of salt. But I've seen diagrams. Yeah, I mean, like, for you, you, you have to, like, look into this a lot, right? Like, I feel like, I don't know what you're, I don't, I don't think I've ever seen your, like, home setup. But I feel like it would have to be the most optimal. Oh, yeah, Maybe I'm sure. just, like, yeah, maybe I'm just thinking it's weird. Like, for some reason, I think you're, like, a huge giant in this, like, small room. And you're just, you're always just constantly hunched over this small monitor and keyboard. <laughs> I mean, you know, that that's why the stand desk was this for me. I could just stand <laughs> up and just stand eight hours a day. I mean, uh, I think my most optimal setup would probably be like lying on my back and then having like the monitor and the keyboard kind of curved like over me. That way, I can just be lying down and looking up, and then all I see is the uh, all I see is like the monitor. Oh, so when we say laying back, do you mean laying back on a chair like 180 degrees, or on a bed, or on the floor? Yeah, like laying on the bed and like looking up. Maybe like laying at a certain degree. I don't know, like. <laughs> like a certain like maybe like 45 degree angle. Maybe it's like rotates like one of those one wheeled like. Like one of those one-wheeled motorcycles or something. <laughs> oh yeah, would you ever get those beds that uh, I forgot what they're called, but they like the end where where your head rests. 
and based mm -hmm. on upper body, it, that part just lifts up like a, to a certain amount of degrees. Would you ever get that? I would, uh, but I know those things are kind of expensive, aren't they? I feel I feel it'll be, it'll be pretty expensive, especially if it's like a you know, good quality mattress as well. Mm -hmm. Now yeah. that I think about it, I will have to research this once we get back home. I'm very curious now as to how much it costs. It'll be very beneficial for both of us. Yeah, I mean, we got a, we got a few more days out here. Yeah, it's beautiful tonight. All these stars, they don't need to worry about ergonomics. Yeah, it's it's a crazy time right now, but I'm glad that I'm just staying here with you and we can just enjoy this area, as well as you'll need to uh, hook me up with that chair, since to be honest, I would love to get more chairs to just switch around. Hold on one second, did you hear that? Hmm? What the? It Okay. Yeah, there was nothing. That was weird. Oh, what's it, Jim? Uh, I don't know. Weird. That was, uh, uh, it's probably something on the ground. Uh, uh, it's probably because I'm laying on the ground. Ah, uh, okay. Probably rustling. Yeah, probably a snail or like, oh, a chipmunk or something. I, yeah, probably, I don't know about a snail. Pretty sure it's a, ch it's a chipmunk or something yeah. a little bigger. Maybe a, maybe a legion of snails or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, don't worry about it. Okay. Anyway, speaking of chairs, yeah. Which one would you rather break? A wooden chair or a steel chair over someone's back? Like in WWE. Oh, you mean like, oh, okay. Alright, so I feel like you can constantly keep using the steel chair. The problem is though, you know, actually, well, steel chairs are, has to be stronger. It's all metal. So I feel yeah. like that would be, it would be, it's like an easy go-to weapon. But I feel like using a wooden chair and you break it and it shatters once you hit someone on the back. Now that's that's showmanship right there. Everyone's gonna know that you used a lot of force. Like it's not like it's not like fake wrestling, which WWE is definitely not fake wrestling. <laughs> yeah, of course not. It's hundred exactly. percent real. Exactly. But I feel like if you use like a wooden chair and you break it on someone's back, everyone's gonna know they're gonna they're gonna see the impact. They're gonna like the crowds are roaring. But like the the best thing about it is that uh is that like let's say if you're the one that's getting hit on the back with like like a wooden chair and it breaks but you still feel nothing god that's like that's like a crowd pleaser like pleaser right there that's like <laughs> a, that's like that's a gladiator moment are you not entertained <laughs> is this not what you wanted as a as your friend slowly breaks two more chairs in your body is this not you wanted as blood starts you know going down my forehead <laughs> exactly oh uh I was thinking these series of like VTubers who are just individuals who like mass themselves with a uh, I remember when we were talking about before like body rigging how you have a 3D model like uh, masked onto your controls so instead for them they have this 3D model mapped to like facial expressions to some of their hand gestures and so like when they're like all they could do all they could really be doing like I've seen some VTubers do like some dancing but most of the VTubers I've seen are just individuals who play like games so they're basically Twitch streaming but as anime characters, so they're vir they're like, or maybe not anime characters, but some of them are mo most of them are anime characters, and then they they kind of just play like a bunch of games and people just watch them. I mean, that, that's a pretty good idea. And to be honest, I'm sorry, but I've been watching them recently. I, I, it's it's addicting. I, I cannot <laughs> stop watching them. I don't know why. It's it, it feels like a sin, but I like to sin. You're you you know what? You are a tall monster. You're tall. You're a tall, sinful monster. <laughs> oh, don't look at me. 
Don't look at me, Jim. But yeah, I mean, yeah, VTubers are very interesting. I don't know why they get so many looks. I guess it's like, it's like if you, if you've ever watched like a cartoon or you've watched like anime characters, like something that's 2D and you've always wanted them to interact with you, like, then this is your chance. Like these, these YouTubers are pretending to be anime characters as they play video games and they can like talk to like their chats or whoever that's out there. And that's all they do. They don't really do anything else. Sometimes they sing, they play games with other VTubers, but it's like, it's pretty tamed. Also, the majority of them is just Japanese. So apparently there's a large Japanese audience for this. Yeah, it started in Japan and they really have like a lot of VTubers. And it's, it's, and now they have like VTuber groups and like kind of managers and stuff like that. Uh, have you ever heard of uh, Hello Live? Yeah, that sounds really familiar. Is that the one with Hitsumiku? Where that one's like a live concert with anime characters? Uh, they might they might have done that, but I've I've only know of them since I started watching their English version of or rather their English mm. uh, VTubers such as uh, Garo Garo and uh, Watson. You know, this 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 shows <laughs> how much I've I've gone into the rabbit rabbit hole and. Yeah, they've. I feel like like they're making bank. I've when I was watching one of the streams, I've seen people donate up to like five hundred dollars to like the, the VTuber. I'm like, what the heck? There's just this person hiding behind this shark mm-hmm. avatar yeah. anime girl, and she was just playing Minecraft, and and uh, she was making like all this money. It's like, what the heck? I should just become a VTuber now too. I think it's it's probably very easy now that uh now we have like VR sets up like setups. It's probably like a camera that's tracking them. It's probably some it's probably like some kind of face rig or something that's mapped from an enemy character to your face. Like I feel like there's software in that, and I I think I've seen that on Steam or any place that sells like video games, like online. Oh yeah, that that sounds pretty correct. I've seen that uh, face rig software, and now it's the perfect time since we're in quarantine to learn 3D modeling. And we can make our own VTube or avatars. Well, what will, you, what will your avatar, I guess, main stick? Uh, let's see. Yeah, since uh, Garo Garo is basically a shark girl, Watson is a detective girl. There's a phoenix girl, who's basically just like a phoenix. Yeah, so what, So do, do I also follow that trend? Is that what you're saying? Or do, can I be like something completely different? Uh, you, you, can, you, can be, you can be a guy and you know, you can, uh, you, know, you, you gotta have that, that, you know, that characteristic that uh, selling point. I guess it would be more popular to be a girl, but the funniest thing is like, you have like the most manly voice as a VTuber. Everyone who's watching definitely knows that's a dude, but the character screams feminine. <laughs> yeah, you can be like the, you know, the, the curious anime yeah. girl there is like, hello, let's play some Minecraft. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think for me, I'd probably be like being an inanimate object, like a tin can or maybe like a bird. I don't think I, <laughs> I don't think I would Ooh. want to be like one of those anime characters. I want to be like the weirdest thing that you could be, and just be like, yeah, you're watching, you're watching this weird little monster play games. Well, how about a, a, a raccoon? Yeah, that'd be great. I think being a raccoon would uh would be fantastic. I feel like that's easy. That's easy branding right there. Raccoon gaming, coming coming to you in the nearest YouTube, Twitch. I mean, what would yours be? What would your character be? Probably a tree. You know, like a, just like a, a fucking huge tree. Oak tree. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Oh, you mean like a like an anime tree? So it has like a face or something? Huh? Yeah. What? Like... Yeah. 
Oh yeah, sure, yeah. Oh, I, I wasn't even thinking about that at all, to be honest. But that, that seems more human-like. So you're gonna be like when the tree's out here? <laughs> yes, just just swing and, and would, uh, when the wind... Would you even talk? Like, in your streams mm. or recordings? No, but here's the thing, it'd be like a... Kind of like a sound effect where... Like a... It's, it sounds like you're being spoke to telepathically. You know, since I'm a... I'm a special kind of tree. Mm. Special. Yeah, I'm, I can't. I can't move. I can't do anything. But I can speak to to you via my mind. Magic. Oh my god. Would you? Would you like every time you get like subscribers? Would you like drop apples or something? <laughs> yes. <laughs> you just rustle. Yeah, that's the only sound you make. <laughs> I. Uh... <laughs> this does how show my appreciation. I drop apples. Oh. See, see, if I was the raccoon, I would every time someone subscribed to me, I like eat trash. Like I reach into with my tiny little claws, my little tiny hands, into like a trash can. I just reach out and eat like an apple or an apple or like a tuna lid or something. Oh, so you're eating my apples, eh? Yeah, I guess so. I guess if they, if the humans that I've stole the trash can from, uh, apparently, uh, they're my subscribers. Yeah, they're your subscribers, so they apparently threw out your apples. <laughs> they didn't resub. <laughs> they didn't resub. Oh, trash apples. Yeah, that'd be a fun idea. Yeah, the WW name of our group, Trash, trash apples. apples. That sounds like a pretty cool, pretty cool band name. Yeah. Oh, okay, scratch that. Let's become the feed, the musical VTubers, the Trash Apples. Trash apples. Yeah, we can be like the first VR concert musician people. Wait, no, I think that's that's already been being done. Uh, I think. Actually, I don't know. Uh, I don't. I don't know. There, there probably there are people that are doing concerts in VR and also Minecraft that I saw before. Oh uh, yeah, they, they've been doing lots of uh, live music via Minecraft yeah. or some of things, which is pretty interesting. Like I would never expect in twenty twenty, like uh, you know, big time musicians playing their concerts in Minecraft. Mm -hmm. That's that's like, if you told me this in 2015, I'd be like, dude, stop smoking that. It's it's not good for you. Stop smoking that dank, that dank kush. Too dank for me. God, we should have actually brought something out here. There's like nothing. I forgot we drank most of the beer. Oh, I guess we're just here with some of our like snacks. Yeah, make some Uno cards or, you know, maybe a little boombox. Well, after last night, I don't know if, uh, Oh, it seems safer now. No, here's some rustling over there. I think we're a little safer now. Whatever the fuck that thing was. Yeah. Probably because our fire wasn't as bright as it should have been. Yeah, tonight's fire is pretty nice. Nice and bright. And, yeah, I... Now that you mentioned you only heard a little bit of rustling, but... That's probably like the Chimunko Raccoon. Or Legion of Snails, like I, like I said before. A Legion of Snails. You were really hung up on the snails. Yes. They're out there, man. Watching. You're, you're like a you're a giant among uh, you're a giant to these snails. You know, just like uh, Atlas and uh, who's the other guy? No, Goliath and. Oh, it's David and Goliath. Ah, uh, wow. I, I I remember the harder name and not David. Yeah, you, that's, you that's remember like... Atlas. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but that's a that's a difference. That's completely different. That's like more. That's like Roman mythology. Yeah, this this shows how much I know as well. Or how much I can remember uh, on the spot. Huh. Yep, but let's get some snacks for the car. Yeah, leave the lights on. No, you're talking about mythology. There's something around these, like, pine woods. I've been meaning to tell you about it. Uh, I'll tell you when we get to the car.